This episode is brought to you by churchpodcasthq.com, our service in which our team supports your church's podcast. Now, we're going to discuss what all this service entails later in this episode, but if you'd rather learn more about it right now, check out churchpodcasthq.com. That's churchpodcasthq.com. Now, speaking of podcasts, unfortunately, many churches are still not prioritizing their podcast presence. Either they don't see the value in having one, or they simply don't have the time or expertise to set up and keep up with a podcast. In this episode, our producer, Bo Snyder, and I discuss why you need a podcast, what it takes to start one, and how you can keep your podcast feed engaging with quality content. I'm Luke Clayton, and welcome to Church Media HQ. That's our experience with Anchor. Now let's move on to just a quick just rundown of if you said, I do want to start a podcast, what information do I need? Here, here it is real quick. So the first thing, obviously, podcast title. Mm-hmm. Um, so your church name, podcast. Great. Um, podcast description. Uh, you know, here's a little bit about our church, about why we have a podcast. Um, then you got to, you know, choose the uh, category. It's like you, religion and spirituality is probably what's going to work for you if you're a church. Right. Uh, the language. So help people find you. Just these simple things. Yes. Yes. The language. Well, you know, unless you're reaching another people group, then it's most likely English. And uh, then you have to choose clean or explicit. May I recommend clean if you are a church. Um, and then the this is important when it comes to the podcast artwork. They are very specific about that. Um, Apple is at least. It has to be 3,000 by 3,000 pixels exactly for, for Apple. Now, the awesome thing about Anchor is even if you give it one that's wrong size, it's going to kind of like like intelligently resize it to make it work for Apple. But that is something to remember there. Um, and then the couple other small details. You need the publisher name. It's typically the, the church name, your email, and the website. So in case you were saying, hey, what information do I need to get up and going? There you go. And it's a good idea to have the first episode ready to go, okay. whether that's a sermon you already have on hand that you want to upload, or if you want to record a little two- to three-minute preview episode that's kind of like, hey, this is the whatever church podcast. We've and, done that with Connection yep. Culture, just like, hey, this yeah. is new. It's coming out. This it's is like what it trailer. is. It's kind of like a trailer. Kind of a preview mm-hmm. or, or, sure. or of, the, of what to expect. You know, hey, subscribe, whatever. So um, now, if you're going to do all of this, um, and Bo, I, I correct me if I'm wrong here. Okay. I would say your estimated setup time for all of this, you're looking at one to three hours, and probably more if you're completely new to this. And like, like for me, it's like, oh yeah, I could set up a podcast in half an hour because right. I've done it several times. Yes. Um, but if you're completely new to this, I would say you allot one to three hours. I mean, I don't know if I'm wrong on that. Correct. No, no, I would, I would agree. And I would even err to the side of a little bit more. Yeah. And, and like we said, once again, like anything else, learning anything for the first time, it's going to, you know, it can be frustrating. And, you know, I mean, there are people that are a lot more tech savvy than others. Some people will fly through other people. I don't know, you know, so I would err to the side of more just to be safe, but you know, you can get through it. If you need some help, you know, we can, you know, help you out with that. But you're yeah. a very good round number there. Yeah, but and, but here's the thing to keep in mind. Even if the setup process for you winds up being really simple and requires relatively little time to, to get done, the thing to remember is that the the time demand and the and the and the 
just the investment of your time and your energy, if you will, actually comes in the ongoing support and maintenance and keeping up with the content. <laughs> I was just going to say, I, I liken this, a lot of things in my adult life, to my mortgage. They want that every month. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like, oh, I, I, I can't just do it once and forget about it. It's no, once you commit to it, yeah. it's, it is a little bit of work, too. Yep. And like, like we've done, we have really, I mean, the past couple of years, we used to you know, get together and record one episode. Yep. And then do it again next week. It's like, yep. why did we do that? Now we've, we've we learned to flow, we learned the yep. workflow, and we've really gotten to where it's a lot cleaner, like a lot uh, more um, efficient, I guess the word would be. Exactly, yeah. So um, you will learn that, but it might take a little while, but yep. that's okay. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, if this sounds like a big commitment, it's because it really is. It is. Um, but it doesn't take away from the fact that it's important. And, um, you know, I would argue that it's even crucial to the effectiveness of, like, your online presence, your digital outreach, your and even, even to some extent the personal growth of your congregation and your church. Because if you can be putting content out there, you know, that's outside of Sunday, if you will, right. that they can listen to, oh, hey, yeah, this is the sermon that was preached the other day or last week or whatever, it's just more opportunity to, hey, let's, let's help your, our church grow even when they're not, you know, sitting in the pews, if you will. Right. Well, well tell me this real quick. I mean, let's say, you know, you're, you're moving to a new area or you're thinking about, you know, moving and, you know, you, we talked about, you know, people go on your website and they check you out online before they f- check you out physically, obviously. And, I mean, there's things like kind of like live stream. If you don't have live stream, eh, I don't know. Or yeah. It's, Podcast is kind of becoming that. Yeah. If, if, if someone wants to, you know, kind of just hear what you're all about, yeah, I'll just hop on their podcast while I'm driving to work or my commute or something. It's just one more way to connect. Well, and people almost expect it now. Not quite. It's not like, oh, if you don't, you're you're crazy. But it's getting to that point, actually. Yeah. If you don't, yeah, like you said, like we said, like if you don't have live stream or church online or whatever, like, yeah, nowadays, obviously – you know, after the past year and a half or so, it's like, wait, why, why is there no church online experience? And podcast is really becoming that way because I, this is another thing. Like I've talked to people that, like I said, more established churches that don't have one, like, well, we put it on YouTube, but here's the thing. I am not going to sit down and watch your 30 minute sermon, Nope. but I will put in my AirPods and listen to your 30 minute sermon while I'm working, while I'm driving. Yeah. And and I'll tell you, and I think you're the same way. I mean, even if I have a 15, 20 minute drive, I'll still, you know, there's, there's a podcast that me and you listen to avidly every week. You know what we're talking about. And it's like, even if I can only get in 20 minutes, I'll pick it up again tomorrow and I'll finish it and I'll remember it. And it's like, it's just a good tool to have, to know about, to be invested in. So, yeah. So, I mean, that, that's my thing. And I mean, if you're already putting it online, especially like like you are putting on YouTube, then I mean, really, it's just a matter of ripping the audio. And I, like, I don't want to make it sound easier than what it is because it's it's one of those things. It's either worth it for you to do it or for you to pay somebody to do it. Yes. Either way, it's worth it to make it happen. Right. If you can do, if you can put something on YouTube, I promise you, as a video editor, I'd rather upload audio files all day long. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's once again, it's tough, but. It's easier yeah. once you get it. Well, and that, that's part of the beauty of the audio podcast is that it is so much less resource intensive. Uh, we're going to talk about later about if you wanted to dabble into video, uh, but right now we're, we're obviously talking about audio only. Right. So, and by the way, we do have ours on video yep. on our YouTube channel. If you haven't, uh, if you don't exactly. Know that, yeah, and if you haven't, go, yeah. go check it out. Go <laughs> go watch us on YouTube. There, we uh, get and uh, subscribe while you're there. Are you one of the many churches that is still not prioritizing your podcast? Maybe you haven't seen the value until now, or maybe you just don't have the time or expertise to set it up and keep up with a podcast. Well, we can help you have an effective 
podcast presence so that your church can have the best possible online presence and continue to reach and grow more people through the power of digital media. We handle the setup and ongoing support of your church's podcast by uploading up to five episodes per week. And we can get started at no cost to you with a free 14-day trial, during which time we can set up your podcast hosting, develop an episode template with intros and outros, or even design fresh cover art for your podcast feed. This way, you can get a preview of the work we can do for you and make sure our team and process is a good fit for your church. It's important to us that we make sure we are a good fit because we actually limit the number of podcasts we support so that we can give each one the attention it needs to succeed. Now, with that in mind, we are only able to accept a handful of new podcasts to support at this time. So if you're interested, you'll need to sign up very soon. You can see which podcast support plan is right for your church and start your free 14-day trial at churchpodcasthq.com. Also, as an added bonus, your church will get a complimentary membership to Church Media HQ. This is valued up to $299, that's $299 a month, and it's going to be yours at no additional cost when you hire our team to manage your church podcast at churchpodcasthq.com. Again, space is limited, so pick your plan and start your free 14-day trial today at churchpodcasthq.com. That's churchpodcasthq.com. Okay, so that is the, uh, if you will, uh, finishing up why you need it, you know, kind of like how you could get off the ground, get started. Now let's talk about the, start to talk in the, the content and first specifically from the sermon content, because the most obvious and available content that you have is going to be your weekly sermons and messages. But I, I would say that there's even a way that you can distribute that, release that, publish that, that can be more engaging and more um, intriguing or interesting to your podcast audience than, than just hey, simply throwing it out there. So um, like we've said, we're, gonna, we're, we're talking audio only right now. So we're going to take some just really – first we're going to kind of take you just through some really practical steps of like, okay – Let's say you're starting from scratch or, or you don't have much or, or whatever. You don't have an audio podcast yet for whatever reason. We're going to kind of start you, if you will, from the beginning and move you through kind of what you need to do. So um, this is what I call the rock, paper, scissors of production, okay? So audio beats video beats live stream, okay? So – and we've, we have definitely touched on this before. We have. We're going to dive into it again. Um, and so here's – the thing that, again, I will repeat it over and over again. Do not do video until you've mastered your audio. Yep. Because that goes for preaching. That goes for just a, a studio-style podcast like we have. Yep. Because you were just saying earlier that, yeah, we've, we do a video podcast now. But we did audio only for like a year we or did. more we did. before yeah. we ever dove into that. Right. We wanted to get the audio right. Right. Um, because yeah, at the end of the day, most of our audience comes from audio, not video. It, oh man, we, we have three times as many people or more just exactly. listening yeah. to our point. We were talking a second ago, more people are going to listen yep. than to that long form audio. Yeah, yes, for sure. Yes, for sure. Um, and so, um, and then here's, here's what I would say. If I would say, if you're kind of in this phase and we're, we're branching a little bit into like church online philosophy, but this all connects. If you're kind of in this phase, you're like, yeah, I don't, I'm, 
I'm wanting to do more of this. I would say you consider the on-demand, like if you're, you're recording your services, consider making them available on-demand, meaning, hey, whenever, kind of like Netflix. When you're ever going to go watch it, you go watch it. There's no live stream of it necessarily. Yeah. It's just like kind of like, hey, we drop new episodes, go watch them. Consider making it on-demand like that or using uh, something like YouTube, Facebook, premiere those features mm-hmm. or we've talked about the church online platform um, to simulate live okay so instead of going actually live okay so that's the, when we say audio beats video beats live stream um, that's kind of the, the progression we're talking about right and we had a couple of really good episodes on that it's probably been a few months ago now yeah but we, we really we, dove we, it was earlier this year it we was, dove into that we, we dove into how um, you know everyone wants to get on live stream. It's like, okay, you don't have to have live stream to have a good video online presence. Cause you can, you know, we talked about, Hey, you could do something crazy and, you know, make your sermon a little bit more polished, release it on Monday or something. And it's, it's actually a fantastic concept because not everyone has to tune in live. I mean, like I've told you before, I consume more messages throughout the week than I do on the weekend. Oh, yeah. I yeah, do. And it's like, sure. I'm glad that some people actually wait and they put it out and they just kind of trim it, make it a little bit shorter. Mm-hmm. And it's, it is an, a good audio experience yeah. for someone who can't get it to it on Sunday. Yeah. So. And I mean, I, I have become, the more I study this and the more we get into this, I, I've really become to where I'm not as much of a fan of true live stream. And what I mean by true live stream is service started, click go live in our software or whatever, and now it's truly live. Obviously, not just because of all that, if you will, could go wrong. Like, for example, hey, um, just the internet went down or the power went out. I mean, that's the kind of stuff happens. And then your whole church online experience is interrupted. In addition to maybe something going, and that's the other thing, if something unpleasant happens during the, 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 the worship experience or whatever, well, now not only does that does your live attenders see that, but your online people are involved too. So I think there's a lot of reasons. But beyond that, I mean, just the technical side, I mean, live streams often done poorly mm-hmm. with bad audio or, or weak video. Um, it tends, and here, here I've seen that it tends to breed laziness when it comes to your content output because, like I said, m- most of the time when you live, you know, like live stream to YouTube, well, YouTube automatically just archives it, okay? So it automatically just puts it there. Well, this, again, this is what I hear from, and I'm not just, I mean, I've heard this from several different churches. They're like, well, yeah, you know, we live stream and then boom, it's on YouTube. There it is. And it's like, okay, yeah, but but what you don't get is that, first of all, like, you didn't edit it down at all. You know, it's just there. Oh, um, and Luke, 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 hold on. I, I just got to say this. Nothing, there's a church I'm thinking of, you know who I'm thinking of. You click on their live stream, you know, and it's even if it's not after it's live, like the edited version, which actually I don't even think it even is edited. It's like you have to get through like 10 minutes of just like their screen scrolling. Yeah. Which is so common. I see that on so many. And it's like you got to click ahead to like, okay, the 15 minute mark. Oh, now they're actually walking in and church is starting. Okay. And we've talked about before. Okay. Once one of the great things about video is once you produce it, it's there forever. Yep. But also, once you do it, it's, it's there, there forever. forever. <laughs> so it's there's so many times where I, I've even talked to people. I got one church that um, I used to go to years ago, and I actually went back, and we were talking about their live stream. Their pa- the pastor actually asked me, hey, what do you think of our live stream? In the back of my mind, I said, cancel it, throw it away, <laughs> stop. St- whatever you're doing, just stop. You know. Yeah. And, of course, I didn't say that. But 
there's so many things about the live stream. I feel like we're getting back into our, our old episode a little bit, but it's you need to just take it one step at a time. Yeah. Live stream is not the best thing. And we're getting off topic a little bit, but just back yeah. to master well, the audio, master the organic content you're producing through your sermons, get it in good audio format, and I, more people will tune into that than your subpar video yeah. content. Yeah. So, I mean, just to kind of say, if you are going to live stream, I would say, okay, you, you live stream, obviously, the entire thing. You, 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 know, you might have to start your live stream a little early. Well, okay, that's okay. When it's done, live stream, take it down, yes. edit it, and then post that version. Um, and then um, because, yeah, like, like I said, all of this just makes it really tempting to ignore, like, any type of remastering or post-production work that needs to be done. Because, I mean, mistakes happen. You know, like I said, there are li- things that happen on a live, um, in a live, you know, worship uh, service or a live event in general that hey this mistake happened whatever and you could you could easily fix that in post production but if you've just like left it out there for the world to see right. you know there it is so and then like and the, really the biggest reason we're talking about why I'm not a fan of live stream in this particular instance is because it leads it often leads to neglecting to post the audio altogether because again you say well because it does seem so easy. It's like we clicked live. Now, boom! It's there on YouTube. Yeah, it's, it's there, there on Facebook. YouTube we don't have to worry about it. Yeah. And um, and, and I, I can tell you. I mean, there's there's um, you know, a couple one church in particular I'm thinking of. I had this conversation with one of their guys there over and over and over again. It's like, and they still haven't. They still haven't done anything audio. And I'm like, okay, that's you know, you're losing out on whatever. But um, so, well, one more thing for me. Last thing is there's a once again we're talking about people will view your website whether they go to your church or not. This is a big deal is I hate when I go to a church's website, whether they actually host it on their website or it goes to YouTube, and it's just all their videos are just, like the thumbnails are just random shots of what happened through the service. There's no titles. It just kind of looks like their attitude, like, yeah, we threw it up. It's there. You can go look at it if you want. On the other side, those that actually take the audio seriously, it's just like a library of the, the you know good graphics, titles, dates. I mean, it's just, like, it's just very clean. Yep. Simple, clean is good. It's like, yep, there, I want to see that series or click that series. There it is. You know. Yeah. So I'm saying you need to care a little bit. There's mm-hmm. so much more that you can do if you just take the time. Yeah, I guess. And I know all this. Yeah, you're, again, you're, this does take time. It I'll does. be honest, but it's it's becoming. It's already been important, and now it's more crucial and important than it's ever been. It's all stuff you have to pay attention to. Um, and, and if it helps at all, some of the biggest churches out there, the mega churches, whatever that you think of, they are leaning into this simulated live experience way more than some form of true live stream. They're recording, you know, and th- these are churches that, yeah, they're doing multiple services on Saturdays and Sundays and whatever, but they're recording that initial service, and then they're, then, and that's, that is not necessarily going live streaming. Sometimes Sometimes it does, but many times it's not. And then they're taking it, they're refining it, they're making sure that it sounds good, looks good. Then they're simulating it live and pushing it out there for the world to see, if you will. So, um, so yeah, that had to kind of jump on the soapbox about live stream there because again, that's one of the biggest breeders, if you will, of excuses of why we don't have a podcast. Because well, we have live stream, so we don't need it. No, 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 no. You, that that is, you, I would argue, you need the podcast before you need live stream.
Well, thanks for joining us for this episode, and don't forget to subscribe. You can check the show notes and video description to learn more about products and services from Church Media HQ, as well as details about the show's guests and content contributors. If you find this content helpful, please take a moment to leave us a five-star review and share this episode with other church leaders like you. Culture, available on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Church Media HQ is a production of the Must Increase Network. The show is edited and produced by Bo Snyder. The creator and executive producer is myself, Luke Clayton. And until next time, I want to remind you to try something new at your church. Why? Well, because you know that it's so much better to fail at trying the incredible than it is to succeed at doing just the average. We'll see you next time right here on Church Media HQ.